Welcome to the Wild Minute with Troy. It's game day. It is game day. Wild. Play the Dallas Stars at XL Energy Center. They drop the puck at 8.50 tonight on Bally Sports North. Nationally, it's on TBS. It's going to be a good night tonight, folks. Wild coming back after a miserable performance in Dallas on Wednesday night in Game 2. We chronicled what we thought went wrong with the goaltending. It wasn't even fair to put Flurry in there on Game 2. But here we are. We're tied up 1-1. The defense failed the Wild in every form. We've had forwards not playing up to speed in the last game or two. That has to change tonight. We expect a raucous crowd at XL Energy Center. Interesting tidbit, by the way. Right now, get-in is $237 at XL Energy Center for Game 3. It's $29 at Target Center across the river for Game 3 of the Timberwolves game against Denver. Wolves, of course, are down two games to none. Wilder stole a 1-1 split down in Dallas. So what we have here for hockey is we have a best-of-five series. The next, the team that wins the next three games, the team that wins three games out of the next five is going on to the next round. In the postseason, as we find out, it, the uh, coaches are playing games now, so lineups, it's not as uh, open and obvious after skate rounds what the lineups will be like. So we're going to do a little speculating. We we were wrong uh, two days ago. We'll, we'll admit it. We thought Gus would start game two, and obviously he didn't. We think it was the wrong decision. And uh, this isn't revisionist history. We said it on the front end. We said it before the game. Gus should have been in net. Flower was. He got no defense in front of him. That was number one. Two, Flower didn't stop anything. Flower didn't make a great save. Flower didn't make the saves when he needed to. Gus will be in the lineup tonight. If not, <laughs> I, I would expect all 18,000, 19,000 fans at the X to boo. Not to boo Flurry, but to boo Evison and Guerin for being stubborn. And I, I, I guess I'm, I'm going places we don't need to. Gus, the Gus bus, will pull up to West 7th today in Kellogg. It will enter XL Energy Center, and it will be in net tonight. So Philip Gustafson will draw him. Now, here's a couple of changes I would make. Zuccarello is not automatically guaranteed a spot with Kirill Kaprizov for the rest of his life. We've now seen Zuccarello do a disappearing act for about two months, and this this happened, folks, well before Kirill Kaprizov got hurt. Zuccarello, uh, he does this usually at the end of seasons, guys. He's getting up there in age, 35, 36 years old, and he does this little disappearing act. Um, it's unfortunate, but what I think the Wild should do is send him down to the third line, move Gus Nyquist up to that first line, and uh, see if that can trigger a little more uh, energy up there on the first line with Kaprizov. The turnovers that Kaprizov and Zuccarello had combined uh, Wednesday night were crucial. Kirill coughed up the puck and was really uh, responsible for the first goal. Um, but anyhow, I would spark that line. I would draw Gus Nyquist up to the first line and send Zuccarello down to that third line. Number two, Moose should not be on the Boldy line. I don't know what what Dean is trying to do there. Maybe add a little physical presence and protect Boldy a little bit. We've seen that with uh, Johansson and Boldy, they need some speed up there. Um, I like Goudreau on that line, but guess what, folks? I think Eck draws in tonight. I could be wrong. But Eck, um, yes, he has a small fracture on his ankle. There's no disputing that. 
The guy has pain tolerance. He has a history of playing with those types of injuries. Um, the Wild were afforded after winning game one the opportunity to, to still let him rest game two. They could go two different ways here. I think for sure he plays either today or Sun, or I'm sorry, yeah, either today or Sunday, game three or game four. But I think the times now they the Wild got blown out at the in the on the faceoff circle. They need X presence there, and they need Eck in this lineup. And with his pain tolerance, um, I'm judging from reporters and from what other players are saying, he's been skating around really well. Is he hurt? Absolutely. People play hurt in the playoffs, and if you're ever going to have someone play through an injury like this, it's Jules Eriksson Eck. So I think he'll draw into the second line tonight. Um, and then you can put Goudreau on the third line with Moose and Zuccarello. Now, Oscar Sundquist had a, has had a good game, um, game two, scored a goal off his leg. But he's been playing, actually, he's been playing better than Felino. I'd argue so is Brandon Duhame. But there's no way they're going to move Moose into the fourth line or out of the lineup. So I would see a third line. If, if Zuccarello would drop down, I'd have Zuccarello and Goudreau and Moose probably have Oscar Sundquist draw out and be a healthy scratch, and I wouldn't touch the fourth line. You got Reeves, you got Duhame, and you got Dewar. Dewar and Duhame are doing a great job on the penalty kill. Um, <laughs> I will preface that with uh, the Wild did give up a bunch of power play goals uh, in game two. I still think Dewar and Duhame are a good puzzle piece for the penalty kill. Um, what the Wild need to do is get going early, capitalize off the energy of the crowd, and get a lead and um, see where it takes us. There's plenty of storylines, as I said. Ryan Suter is public enemy number one, and I expect him to be booed much the way Nashville did when he was uh, tr- when uh, the Wild signed him. And much the way the stars did on game, stars fans did on game two. Whenever Dumba touched the puck, I don't think this is going to be as physical of a game. I think the Wild are going to kind of respond the way the stars did in game two. Focus on playing offense and playing better defense, and focus on attacking. They got to be on the attack, and with Philip in net, good things should happen. The other thing I'd do defensive pairing-wise, uh, I'd send Merrill up to the box and either either pair uh, Faber with Goose, have Goose draw in for the first time in the series, or John Klingberg if he's healthy enough. He has been skating. Uh, maybe it's time to get Klingberg on the blue line for that third pairing and pair him with Faber. But regardless, this is a big game. The Wild, after losing 7-3, to three, they have to respond. They have to answer. They have to do the right things. they got to play structured defense. they got to be aggressive. they got to finish their checks. But they got to be smart, and they got to be where they're supposed to be. And if you watch any of Game 2 back, there are too many times in the defensive zone where players are nowhere near where they're supposed to be. So hopefully the Wild have corrected that. They didn't practice yesterday. Yesterday was a travel day. After they lost 7-3, to they stayed in Dallas. They flew home yesterday morning. Um, so today they'll have a skate around. And tonight, 8.50, take a nap this afternoon, drink your coffee, do what you got to do. But at 8.50, we drop the puck. And the Wild absolutely need to take a two games to one lead and put the pressure back on Dallas for game four on Sunday. This is Wild Minute with Troy. Follow me on Instagram, Wild Minute Troy. If you want to email me a question, I'll answer them on the podcast. Just email me at wildminutetroy at gmail.com. You can find this podcast and many, many others on Apple and Spotify. We're covering every game here, folks. We're setting you up.
and we're breaking it down after and getting you ready for the next game. You don't have to devote an hour and a half to my podcast. I'm here for five, six, seven minutes to set you up so you can get on your day and be ready to roll and hopefully be with the Minnesota Wild tonight for game three. We'll talk to you.